Okay, so now you got me kind of intrigued. Another episode of Skimbo Lounge. Here we are again. Ah, you've got me intrigued. Okay, yeah. You've got me intrigued with this pre-show stuff you were talking about. Uh-huh. That, so the worst concert I've ever been to. And then you said I'd never believe who you saw. Yeah. Well, go so ahead. So you got my curiosity. I'll give you five guesses. Okay. Can I like ask? There's a twist. clarifying questions like we do the like card game from Inglorious Bastards. <sighs> I'll give you a couple, yeah. Okay. It is a group or an individual. Okay, so it's kind of a twist because it's two different groups that I went to see. One of which was an individual and one of which was a group. Oh, fuck. So wait a minute. Did and I'm they... also going to go ahead and say, just to, to make it more, I was in seventh or eighth grade, maybe even the sixth grade. I don't remember what year it was. I was very, I was young. And it was with my family. Like, that's a big, you know, it was, I went with my family. Uh, Do you hear the children outside your window? This is terrifying. This is like a horror movie. Hold on. Just. I can unpause. Okay, we're rolling again. There it is. I fixed okay, it. everything's I fixed coming it. through? Okay. Pardon the interruption. Jesus. Uh, holy. There was a uh, roving pack of like Victorian children out there doing the Freddy Krueger rap. Yeah, they're just fucking dude. <sighs> maybe they, maybe the audience couldn't hear it. But what no. is up with these kids? It's my, it's my fucking neighbor, and her kids, and like a friend or two, I assume, or like a friend, and they just like use our property as their property. <laughs> I don't know why my family won't stop it. I've talked about the liability of it before, but they don't seem to get it. There's like rock walls uh, to my driveway and shit. I'm just waiting for one of these little bastards to leap off of one of them one day. We just I looked outside my window and saw them jumping up and down on these tires. My father, for some reason, left outside. He's trying to sell them. And I li- we literally heard these kids screaming, and I walk outside to watch them like, like he had set them up where he like stacked them up three high and put the fourth one in the middle, like kind of up. And like, like they kind of pulled the whole thing apart and started jumping on it. Why? It's not. It's not there. I I know they're kids. I get it. But like the no, parents. but they're they're like the lemony snicket kids. There's like three of them. They're all terrifying. And I've seen different them ages. just do, like, they ruin everything. I don't know why my parents don't tell them to like fuck off at this point like they've gone it's not through. your mom's nature and your dad doesn't give a shit yeah again but i've seen them like they earlier this year like once the flowers all bloomed they came through and picked them and like not just picked them but like ripped a couple of them apart you know like see this is why tigers eat their young strewn them across the lawn you know kind of thing it's like well isn't that great for my mom to find like well, i'm gonna go water the flowers today and she finds that shit and then having to be the thing where, like, um, again, like, their mom came down to explain it, and it was like, no, 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 she needs to come apologize for this. And, like, was obviously, like, a difficult conversation for the mom to have with her kid to come down here to apologize. So did the bawling, crying apology kind of thing, you know, so my mom, of course. Nice. Soft heart. Yep. Immediate capitulation. Ah, <laughs> uh, these children. I'll I plant new ones for you to destroy. I just, look, I, have, I don't have problem. I don't have a problem with kids. I have a problem with kids that don't clearly give a shit. And these kids don't give a shit. So I think the problem is they don't. The thing is, they don't know better in in theory. Yeah, they haven't been taught 
anything different because in theory what they're doing is very adorable if they're doing it on their own property. Someone oh, has not fine. taken the yeah. time to tell them you can have this magical childhood experience, but you can't be doing it at other people's houses, picking their yeah. flowers and wrecking their tires, doing the Jeff Hardy swanton bomb off the top of the rock wall. You just can't be if doing I, it. If I lived in a place where like my backyard was like this awesome sledding hill, oh, man, or there's like a lake out back, whoa, or a little pond or something cool, or, oh, man, Rory's got a pool, get out! Then I could understand there'd be some interest or attraction in like the family yard. There's not really anything here of value at all. Like, what is there? Uh, like, what's the appeal in my yard, I think, is the question. And if it was like some weird thing where they were having their little Calvin and Hobbes adventures, and every now and then it, they, their path crossed through the yard, I don't think anyone would give a shit. But, like, when I look out in the winter and they're building a snowman in the back of, like, this uh, – this like thing that's on two wheels and a stand in the front, and it's like a little uh, like you know my dad uses it to put like a four wheeler in, and they're building a snowman in the back of it, which eventually will weight it down that way, which will slide it down the back hill of my other neighbor's yard and kill them, and I go, where is their parents? <laughs> Why is their mom letting them do this? Does she not understand physics? I don't. I'm. I don't know. And then they run off at the end. And so I eventually sit there and I go, I don't. They took logs from our log pile and we're stacking them in different places. I'm like, what's the game? I don't. Why are you doing these things? They just do these little weird things. And again, my parents will go on vacation and I'll, I'll be home here hanging out. And I'll go upstairs to make food to the terror of finding that the, my lawn chairs out front have other people sitting in them. And I go, what the f it's like children of the corn. I don't understand. Their lawn is a big, open, sprawling lawn. To you, words say the things. I don't corroborate me. Back me up. I've seen the lawn. I've seen the lawn, and all I'm saying at this point is this is why we need to reinstate Roe v. Wade immediately. Post haste. Oh, too sweet. Me. Start donating. Please, yes. Children good. are. It's the worst. It's. Oh, they bug me so much, man. It's just these neighbor kids. And don't get me wrong. I was a little terror around this neighborhood. But I don't remember ever posting up in someone else's lawn without, like, you know. Well, and again, it's such an insidious thing in its own way because it's not, again, it's not like they're in here destroying stuff to be little shits. They just see the world around them and are like, no one's ever said, like, only the part that the light touches, Simba. They just think yeah. all of it's at their disposal. So they're doing fun, like, I'm a cosmonaut little sure. kind of shit. But they uh, don't realize that, like, I, like listen, think about if you guys had a trampoline and they came over and used it and one of them got a busted leg. Yeah, well, part of me knows... You're not getting your inheritance. Part of me knows that maybe they also do know better and they are insidious <laughs> little bad. I was leaving one day and there's this, like, again, it's like a little rock wall... And I walk outside, and one of the kids is just, like, walking across it. Like, it's a tightrope. Just back and then I go, hey, you really shouldn't walk on that. It's kind of, you know, got to be careful. And, I'm, again, these are little kids. Little, little, little kids. And, uh, you know, she looks at me and goes, who are you? And I go, definitely somebody. And I get in the car, and I drive off. And she looks at me as I'm backing out and makes direct eye contact with me and puts one foot out as if to goose step off and just hops off the fucking rock wall. And I'm like, right into my driveway. And was like, as if to say, fuck yourself. I'm four. 
<laughs> That's the title of this episode. Fuck yourself. I'm four. What a little monster. I forgot what we were talking about before this. Okay, yeah. Before I started venting about the neighbor kids. It had to Look, be done. Look, you just dude. saw what happened out there. It dude, was, it was terrifying. It was a weird experience. I feel like I'm being a little hyperbolic about it. No, dude, because all I hear behind me is the giggling of children. And immediately the hairs on the back yeah. of my neck stand well, up. Thinking, I'm like, what? Are they running around place? or what's going on? And you look out and they're dismembering a corpse. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, I could. I could see like there's a fourth unrelated child who's just splayed open on the <laughs> pavement. And they're finger painting in his blood, doing hopscotch in yeah. it. You know what I mean? Again, they just I do don't know. I just, couldn't see it. I only heard it. They just do strange stuff. Like they, <laughs> they'll, they'll like do sidewalk chalk in my driveway <laughs> instead of their own driveway. And I don't <laughs> get why they do. Just go up to their driveway and put a huge swastika. I just I'm gonna start doing sidewalk chalk in my own driveway. No, no, no. This is mine. This is my canvas. You guys have your own. I'm waiting for the rain so all these fun colors will mush together. Ugh. Anyways. So anyways. <laughs> Back to the band bit. We were playing a game. I get some guesses. We're doing um Inglorious Bastards card on the, the forehead game. This is the worst concert I've ever been to. This is the worst concert Rory's ever been to. I asked I was in middle group school. or individual. And it was a group and an individual. And my question for that is, were they just playing the same bill or were they super grouping? Uh, they were just playing the same bill. They didn't play at the same time together. It was one act and then it was the other act. Okay. And I will go ahead and give you one other piece, which was that one of them did not go on that night. Oh, no. So we ended up getting more of the other group slash person, whichever one it was. Did you want to be at this thing at all? No. <laughs> okay. Did your sister? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> all right. It she sure did. Was the individual a woman? Yes. Okay. Okay. Individual was a woman. Is there a wide gulf between the styles of this woman and the group? Like, is the group like a punk band, or are they in the same genre? No, they're in the same genre. They're in they're in the same genre. We'll go ahead and say, yeah. It wasn't like Avril Lavigne and Fallout Boy or something, was it? Not even that cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck not even that cool no uh teddy geiger and <laughs> guess again <laughs> oh fuck um not even that cool not even that cool no uh, okay so they're they're shittier than who did i say good charlotte you said avril lavigne and fallout boy avril lavigne and fallout boy this is my sister she's in the eighth grade or her freshman year of high school maybe like so we're talking like 2000 2001 1999 it was definitely in that area kelly clarkson and slipknot <laughs> i wish <laughs> no kelly clarkson and um um panic at the disco again not that cool. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, wait. So no, not was... that cool is in a lamer but no. equally big act, or it's well, like no, a super Z list act. No, to be fair, I no no no. It was it was an A list act. Um, Cheryl Crow and Counting Crows. 
again, the, these matchups are not – they're clever, <laughs> but you're uh, – I don't know. I'm, I'm at a total loss. So wait a minute. When I – You really like – it's someone you know and another band – that you know, like you know these bands. Everybody knows these bands. When I say the name of of these groups, everyone's gonna go, "Oh, <laughs> you suck." Is the genre guys, pop? Yeah, one hundred percent. They're pop. Yeah. Were they? Because it's a person, and then it's a group, and the group did not go on that night. I'll give you that much. The group didn't go on. The person went on. The group did not go on. Oh my. I mean, I don't know if that really helps you at all. But that's just that's what happened. It's all information. Well, about it's family night. friendly, so it wasn't Limp Biscuit. This was also band at, at the fair in Burlington, <laughs> I believe. Okay, so it's pop. Yes. The woman went on. Yes. The band did not. Are the woman in the band a group? Age-wise, I didn't say they were a band. I said they were a group. The group. So they must be contemporaries. They're all like the same age. The girly and the group. I mean, maybe I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I think so. I but it's not. It's not like, like it's they were, sticks. They and were all four Aaliyah. the same age group. Like they were. <laughs> there was only a certain demographic of people at this show, and the people who fell outside of that demographic were parents and creepy people. Okay, creepy people. <laughs> it's a group, which implies it's a boy band. Yes. Okay. It was okay. a boy band and a female artist. Was the boy band O-Town? It was not O-Town. It was before O-Town. Before O-Town. Again, this is like 1999, 2000, 2001. Shit. Um, it was, was it 98 Degrees? It was 98 Degrees. Oh, my God. Was it uh, 98 Degrees and what's her boobs? Jessica Simpson? No, it was not Jessica Simpson. Okay. But it was 98 Degrees, and they did not go on because uh, somebody had a sore throat. Cut to the next night in New Jersey. They were screaming their asses off for that Jersey crowd, I tell you what. They just want to play for a bunch of hicks. And at that point, I knew boy bands were bullshit. They're only in it for the money. <laughs> just broke my heart. I hate degrees. <laughs> you just kick, kiss Nick Lachey on the lips. <laughs> you broke my heart. I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that, uh, oh, wait. I haven't guessed the woman yet. I was going to say that dovetails nicely into a story, but we'll get into uh. that. Um, okay, the woman. It's yep. not Avril Lavigne. It's not Kelly Clarkson. It's not Jessica Simpson. Nope. Jessica Simpson's probably like closer to the mark than Avril Lavigne, for sure. Christina Aguilera. Closer. Warmer. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Damn. There it is. I was thinking that was too big, but Britney damn. Spears and 98 Degrees. The whole enchilada. You got to see Britney Spears. So I saw Britney Spears. Was the disappointment that you didn't get to see 98 oh, Degrees? We were way the fuck out in the back, and it was... Britney Spears. Imagine being like, okay, so your first concert, what are you going to do? It was Britney Spears. Damn. I'm yeah. truly jealous. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, that was great. It's good times. It's even better because you didn't have to see 98 Degrees. Yeah, it's true. We just got to see a lot of Britney Spears. Hell yeah, Jealous? Bro. Are you jealous out there? What's the disappointing part? I saw Britney Spears. I didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really enjoy myself, to be honest. We are different people. It's too far away. It's too far away to enjoy it in the way... That eighth grade Rory would have enjoyed it. I don't know if the kids will understand you it, but their fathers sure will. <laughs> and again, that's why I was like, it's parents and weird people going to see Britney Spears in 98 Degrees. That suddenly makes way more sense. Yeah. 
It's like Olivia Rodrigo, genuinely talented, like her music, would love to go to an Olivia Rodrigo concert. Can't, because <laughs> she's 17 years old and I'm 32. Only if like your girlfriend wanted to go and your girlfriend's probably like, I don't want to go see that. I, I think, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I should check with her. Maybe she would. Uh, <laughs> that's great cover. Oh, I got dragged to this. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, darn. Good for you. You look happy and healthy. Here's your Cosmo Teeny. Yay. <laughs> this is the best night of my life. I'm so happy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that was my worst concert, I think though. Interesting. Cuz every other con- like I've been to some weird concerts. Like I was I went to a Bomb the Music Industry concert where it was in this guy's backyard, like legit, just so many people. And uh, they were trying to pass the apartment off as a venue. It wasn't a venue. It was a dude's apartment in New York. And um I was way too young to be there. I went there with my cousin. <laughs> my parents definitely didn't know where I was and the, it started to rain, and since the venue was this dude's backyard, we had to re-adjourn to a different venue, which was another apartment's basement, which got so hot that the wooden door sealed closed and had to be kicked open from the outside. Great fucking show. Punk rock. Yeah. That was Bomb the Music Industry. There were two others there. No, no, no. That one was just Bomb the Music Industry. Oh. And a bunch of weird nobody opener bands. Was C-Lab the one where you saw that was a fuck ton of people? Yeah, that was the one. That was C-Lab. No, no, no. The one I saw a bunch of cool people was actually up at Higher Ground. When I saw like uh, the Ergs, uh, Less Than Jake and Bomb the Music Industry, it was a really great that okay, was probably That my, sounds like a good show. That was probably my favorite show of all time. That sounds like a really great show. That was fantastic. I'm being totally honest. I mean, that broke me. That one broke me right there. Well, and you've often described that as like the pinnacle of your concert going experience, which is why so everything good. since then has just been a beige glop of getting ball fondled by Mitch. Yeah. It was just get like the rest of that. My other experiences at higher ground usually involve Mitch getting way too close to my dick and balls and asshole. Dude, he like swipes his knuckles in your ass crack like a credit card. Yeah. It's not fun. It's some Cardi B shit. You've been doing it for a while. Yeah. You gotta stop that, bitch. I don't like that. I don't like. I don't like it when that happens. I don't know where you got the idea that we enjoy that. I, I, is that for us or you? It's I the don't. point that we don't enjoy it. Why is it that I'm asking all these questions now? Um, yeah. So wait, you had a story, or what's your worst experience? Do you have your? Do you have a worst show you've ever been to? A worst concert? The thing is, it doesn't come with like a fabulous story. What you didn't have an awful time at Britney Spears? No, and that's the thing is, I've <laughs> I've been pretty. I think the worst show I've ever been to, and I could probably appreciate it with some irony today, but at the mm-hmm. time I was like, this is literal torture. Yeah. My dad made me go see Alabama. <laughs> Shuck him up. No shit. So you went and saw Alabama? Alabama. You know that hat that's hanging on the wall at camp? That's from the that's show? That's from that show. Wow. Yep, that's a souvenir from one of the worst days of my well, life. Jesus, I would have wore it more if I'd known that. <laughs> I almost kidding? rocked it this year, and then I decided not Alabama. to. Alabama! I cannot even name you one Alabama song off the top of my head. So how did... Was it not so much that the concert sucked, but that you didn't want to be there? How old were you? Uh, y- a youngin. Yeah. Like Here's that. the thing, Rory. There's a picture of me with the band. <laughs> I don't know where it is, but there's wait, a picture of wait, me with Alabama. Wait. <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm flying, and my feet ain't left the ground. Okay, so did this happen in Vermont? No. I honestly don't remember where this happened. It was a pretty re- big venue, not like sold-out Luke Combs, Billy Joel da- shit. How'd your dad get that close to I guess He's like, first, I decided to... <laughs> To get a picture with Alabama. Then I walked up. It's unreasonably easy to get a picture with Alabama. (laughs) 
Okay, there's a lot of layers to this. My dad is friends with a guy who had a reindeer farm. And that guy somehow no. knew how to like get backstage with Alabama. <laughs> so I met Alabama when I was, I don't know, I'm going to say nine. This is where Alabama gets all its reindeer meat from. It's <laughs> this dude. I really love all the gold in California. That's the Gatlin brothers, you little shit. Uh, sorry. To our biggest fan. Yeah, dude, there's a picture of me with the dudes from Alabama, and we got that fine hat out of the experience. But the whole time, I'm like, this is awful. This is terrible. That's almost as bad as the time. Went to that concert, and David Bowie spit on me. No. <laughs> right in my open mouth. Yeah, we, got a, we got a picture of that, too. Just him hawking a gob. <laughs> <laughs> I was still nine. Yeah. Feeling fine. Always remember it for the rest of my life. Oh, man. He just looked at me. I'm an alligator. <laughs> just packs. <laughs> Dropped that one right into me. Didn't even know what was happening at the time. It's great. It's great stuff. All of a sudden, you were cursed to have mismatched eyes like he did. <laughs> That's actually how people get heterochromia. Whatever it is. Uh, he doesn't have heterochromia. He has, like, one of his pupils is blown out. Oh, really? They're technically the same color. It's just the pupils blown out. Oh. He's got old blowy pupil. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Technical term. You the, know. Old, the old blowy pupes. Vampire bat disco coke nostril. Yeah. That's crazy. It's wild. Um, The story that triggered before. Yeah, okay. When you were talking about somebody didn't go on and then you made a COVID joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He said it wasn't. All right, yeah, go on. Hey, I would like to. Uh, why don't you take us into what happened a week ago? As of this recording. When they hear this, what happened a week ago to us? Well, do you want my end of it? Like, my experience? Or, like, do you want me to round about all of that, like, long and short of it? Should we just give the broad strokes and then you kind of get, we'll do a little Rashomon and do everybody's perspective? Well, we all got in a car and decided to drive ourselves a couple hours to try and experience what was known as the Grateful Dead. Well, Dead and Company. Dead and Company. As close to the Grateful Dead as you can get these days. Correct. Dead and Company, which is three surviving members. Yep. And John Mayer is playing with them. Correct. So I was not expecting to go to this concert. (laughs) I had no intention of going. Uh, It was you and good old friend of the pod, Engineer Tanner, and uh, his mom and his mom's boyfriend. And they were all going to, y'all were going to pile into a car and head on off and something happened to them. And Tanner had a free ticket, had two free tickets. We never ended up finding a fourth, but um, I was like, well, what am I doing today? And checked my schedule and went, okay, I can get in a car for a couple of hours. And I really didn't think about it at all, even, even in a, like, even a little bit, just like, oh, I've got to bring a chair Bring, it was like, bring a deck of cards, too. I was like, okay, fine. And so I got into the car with you guys, and off we went. So how long did it take us? It was like three hours? Yeah, it's about a three-hour drive. Yeah. It's like a hair under three. Mm-hmm. Saratoga Springs. You ever been? It's lovely. I mean, I have now. It's wonderful. Yeah. Well, they have how many races per year? A lot. Tanner was hitting us with some of that trivia while he was drowning himself in a Madonna IPA. Yes. Yes, indeed. Now, why was he doing that? So, and you can't make this up. Yeah. We make the, probably, we'll be generous and say a hair under three hours. 
because the drive back was only like two and a half. We were making good time on the way there. We we got slowed down a little bit by traffic here yeah. and there on the way there. But we'll, we'll call okay. We'll call it three even. We get there. We get to Saratoga Springs. Three hours into this journey, beautiful day. Sun is shining. Saratoga Springs is bustling. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. We're pulling up to the venue to SPAC, Saratoga Performing Arts Center. We're pulling up to SPAC. Pulling up to it. Boop, Tanner takes out his phone. Huh. Dude, this thing says that the show is canceled. We're like, wait, what? What What do you mean the show is canceled? He goes, no, no, wait, hold on, hold on. It just, all, wait, it doesn't say, it says, they canceled my parking. We go, okay, all right, well, maybe something happened with the parking. It's like, check the internet, check. And we go on Twitter and we look around. Oh, no, no, it is in fact canceled. They have canceled the show. They just announced it. It was everywhere. It wasn't just one person being like, is it canceled? Because like on Twitter, you know, like, I heard the show was canceled. Like, you know, it was like their Twitter going, hey, guys, it's not happening. Well, and it was like Saratoga Springs Times was like, show at SPAC tonight. Done. Yeah. Fucking dump it. Yeah. So, um, you know, just in time for us to get there, dude. I, I saw have, some horsies. I, I saw a couple horses. I saw a couple horsies. <laughs> it was like, oh, look at a little clip clop. I, I, the thing is, I understand this really broke Tanner's heart. Oh, it crushed him. But you cannot even begin to explain how funny it was. I spent six hours. In a, I spent six hours in a car for nothing. Although I got to say, we got some Wendy's at one point. Kind of worth it. I'll be honest with you. The Wendy's was kind of a a perfect moment. It was pretty great. Journey. I will say the things they fucked up, though, they didn't give us enough nugs. They were supposed to give us more nuggets, and they didn't give us any ketchup. Kind of sad there. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? Other than that, what what are you, you going to do? Weren't there like three fucked up things that happened? It was like the Wendy's order got fucked up. The show got fucked up. And some something other thing, when we got back. Some other thing happened to Tanner. <laughs> I don't know. Some other thing, his heart broke. I don't <laughs> remember. The third bad thing is Tanner's heart broke that day. Awful, dude. Awful. Because I, as everyone knows, Tanner's very into the Grateful Dead. Uh-huh. And there are things about Grateful Dead I appreciate. And I think you don't give a shit at all. No. I could take a lead. I mean, I I really am pretty. Like I, At this point now, I've heard a lot of Grateful Dead. We did listen to it on the way up and for most of the way back. Yeah, I've heard a lot of Grateful Dead. I got to tell you. I don't really feel anything when I listen to the Grateful Dead. It doesn't move me in any special way. You know, I just don't. I don't get that. I don't get anything from it. That's it. Yeah. On the opposite end of the spectrum is Tanner, who, if he was here, would have knifed you in the neck with an oyster yeah. fork. <laughs> ah, how do you not? And just, Are you listening to what he's saying? You're cold, unfeeling heart. Yeah. The words of Robert Hunter compel you. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't get anything out of it. Just not for me. Well, and we really truly are the spectrum because you don't get anything out of it. Tanner gets a world out of it. And I'm somewhere in the middle being like, I really enjoy the songs that I enjoy. They're a great little smattering of things yeah. that I have come to appreciate. I love the Driving story. Driving that train How cocaine. cocaine. That's the only song I like. Case to Jones, you burrow. And it's like, <laughs> I, I kind of laugh when I hear it. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's not the right way to like it maybe that's not the right way to like it um tanner's bleeding out of his <laughs> eyes right now 
See, and it's I think the saddest part is that if there was ever a chance for him to get me, for him to be like, listen, if there's ever a chance that Rory's going to like the Grateful Dead, this is this wonderful moment that has been dropped down on high for us to have together, is to go to this concert. We're going to hang out on the hill and have a couple of beers and play some cards and chill out in the beautiful sunlight and listen to some awesome music. What an amazing time it's going to be. Nope. <laughs> That's it. Guess he's not going to have that. So next time when you play the music, I'm just going to go, eh. Driving that train. <laughs> no matter what song it is. Yeah. Like Casey Jones. So, yeah, it's too bad. It's a bummer. It's a bummer in that sense. It's a bummer in that sense. Because here's the thing. It was going to be a fun night. It was going to be fun regardless. It was going to be a fun night. I was and like try and sneak in a duber. <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, boy. Paging Dr. Chong. Secretly later, if we Chinch. had got in the security, they find it. They just beat the merciless shit out of me welcome to saratoga springs bitch uh, uh. for some reason i don't know what's playing in the background it's like tough enough or something stupid <laughs> <laughs> sharp dress man <laughs> do, do, do. Why? Girl crazy, man. Yeah. Sharp dress why are they playing this at a dead show i don't know just as i just get that shit it's just kicking you in the ribs with steel toe boots <laughs> oh that's fucking great <laughs> <laughs> i may not have seen it anyways it's better than getting your ass kicked to Scarlet Begonias. <laughs> it's true. I was walking down Gravenhill <laughs> Square. While the guy's just knifing you. Oh, that's sad. It was sad because Tanner's enthusiasm was really infectious and like... Oh, sure. I buy into the lore, the experience. Jerry... I almost called him Jerry Springer. Jerry Garcia. <laughs> I found that vintage shirt in my attic. Dude, that's a great shirt. Yeah. I will say. I got a 94 Grateful Dead... Uh, tour shirt it's resplendent i don't know where the fuck it came from because your dad's not a deadhead no my when my dad saw it he was like where the fuck did that come from <laughs> he was not yeah they're like did you go to this show he's like fuck no <laughs> secretly he did <laughs> somebody went to that show it wasn't your gave, mom nope <laughs> i don't remember man <laughs> <laughs> maybe your grandpa was a deadhead maybe one of my uncles one of my uncles might have gone to it and, like, giving us one of the shirts when we were kids, you know, something like that. 94, that was um, that was pretty much the end of the good times. <laughs> uh, yep. For Grateful Dead, and probably for us, because we were, what, five, six? I don't know. I don't know. There was, like, Rugrats was on, and, like, I was feeling good, man. Was mm -hmm. that 90? What, what year did Rugrats come out? I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully 94. <laughs> Somewhere, it's on the older side. Yeah. You know that Drew and... Yeah, they were our age. Yeah, they were supposed to be our age. They were in their 30s. How does that make you guys feel? Rugrats, those guys, the parents, all of them were in their 30s. That's... When that show took place. Insane to me. Do, 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 Oh, why is Angelica such a bitch? I want to be a baby again. I don't understand why she has to be so mean. She's got her whole life ahead of her. Ugh. First episode. Hey, what's fragile mean? I don't know why I remember that, but I do. Yeah, the movers. Yeah, when they're moving in. Fragile. <sighs> Classic stuff, Vic. Good stuff. The things you remember. That Doug, Rocco's Modern Life. A uh, little bit of um, uh, Ren and Stimpy. 
I saw a, a video game that I play is doing a skin that's powdered toast, man, and I've never wanted to buy something more in my life. It's like, that's oh my great. god, really, dude? That shit was cr- low key creepy. There was a clip I saw the powdered other day. Toast man, so good. What's that stuff? Sav. <laughs> yeah. He ends up like wiping his ass with the yeah, gel at the you end. You do everything with it, dude. That show was so bizarre. There was a clip oh, I saw yeah. the other day of like Ren and Stimpy on a beach and some thought in a string bikini with visible nipples and mm-hmm. a thong back is just like like the tits are bouncing. Oh yeah. Like they're not being subtle about this at all. And she's like, Tee, I guess I'd better bend over and get it. She bends over <laughs> in Ren's face no. and Ren makes a fucking vinegar stroke and squeezes a bottle of suntan lotion that sprays all over Stimpy's face. And Stimpy starts <laughs> rubbing it into his flesh. Are you fucking kidding? I shit you not. Yo, I, I see that's the thing. Ren and Stimpy was like that should have never have been on Nickelodeon, you know? <laughs> Fuck no. That should have like that was way before Adult Swim and any other thing. But where were they gonna go? And not that this will surprise anyone, but I'm pretty sure allegedly the creator is a sex creep. Oh, sure he is. John Crickfalusi or whatever his name is. Oh sure. I mean, you look at all the things where they just like again look at like old SpongeBob too. Like they're just you're gonna look at that shit in 20 years and go that was made for stoners. Like it wasn't made for kids. It was kind of made for kids. But it was also made for this different crowd. It was Ren made and Stimpy for was made for weirdos, man. I love it. I would love to see what's going on with SpongeBob today because you're absolutely right. When it was us, when we were the target audience, they were doing some weird, like, like German expressionist. When they'd cut to like a really detailed picture of like Squidward's face all fucked up and like his yeah. te- his grills are all messed up, his eyes are bloodshot. <laughs> They'd cut to shit like that and do weird sound effect yeah. shit and surrealist bits. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Whatever. I like SpongeBob. SpongeBob no, and Patrick, the voice actors, were at my high uh, college graduation. <laughs> yeah. The guy uh, from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. He's 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 Marshall's dad. Bill Fagerbakey. Yeah. They. Oh, Bill Fagerbakey. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Fagerbakey. Lemons are baby girl fertilizer. I don't know why that line from How I Met Your Mother sticks out to me. Uh, uh, so funny. Well, that's cool. That's Erickson! <laughs> While Jason Siegel dunks his testicle pouch in a bowl of ice water. Uh, it breaks my heart, that show. Uh. Uh, okay, we talk about this fucking show all the time. Yes. And I don't want to get into it. Okay. All I want to say is I can't believe Zach is okay the with the way Zach. that it ended. Well, That's he, just like a troll position. I well, don't believe he actually believes that. Spoilies. I mean, it's been out so long. Right. The mother dies in the end. And there's the argument of like, is that warranted? Is it not? The big argument with that show is the last season garbage. Is it Okay. What did they do wrong? Like, where does the real fault lie? And I say it's all of it. The fault lies in creators that made a show that contradicted itself. It spent eight seasons convincing us that Ted and Robin were never going to work out, only to have them get together in the end when they're they're in their, like, 40s. 30 seconds of the show. Oh, the blue French horn. My dick is a blue French horn. How about that? And I don't know. I like that Barney and Robin get together, and for some reason I wish that their 
catharsis had been understanding that they can spend some time apart and still be together. Yeah, wouldn't that have been nice? Wouldn't that have been the more rational adult sort of thing? But again, I, if only we had known more. It's so weird. You spent the whole last season doing like the the moments up to the wedding and like all these little things that didn't need like didn't need to happen that way. You could have explained all these other things, but you didn't. Ah, ah. It's a fucking sitcom. Uh, it doesn't have to be real life. It doesn't have to be brutal. Don't be wrong. You we get a little just bit of that. Given us the happy when endings. When Marshall's father dies, and like you get, and like sure. when when Marshall and Lily, you get mostly a, a lot of it from Marshall and Lily, though, and you get the heartache from Ted when he realizes that the person he's with isn't the person he's meant to be with. And you get the thoughtful moments from Barney when he's growing and changing as a person, or Robin when she opens up to someone. Sure. Wonderful character dynamics. Arcs, some might call them. What a shock. Where they grow and change and become people that are endearing to you, and then in the last episode, they all turn into complete fucking strangers. Nope. In the last episode, you get, wait, Robin doesn't learn anything. She stays alone. Wait, Barney doesn't learn anything. The only thing that changes him is he knocks somebody up. Ted loses the love of his life, which is what the show is supposed to be about, and walks his way back to Robin. Marshall and Lily, who gives a fuck? The most realistic people in the world. Marshall becomes a Supreme Court justice. Who fucking cares what happens to Lily? <laughs> Everything good happened to those two. Yeah. The people who get all of the real shit, who have the real shit happen to them throughout the whole show, right? Get the happy ending, and everybody else gets smacked in the face with the real shit. I just, I, I don't I, get it. I feel stupid for having invested that much time, and I can't say that I, I don't enjoy it, and I didn't enjoy well, it. I loved say. that show. It was very, it was my yeah. cheers, man. I, like, religiously tuned into that being like... It's a sitcom. It's dumb as fuck, but it's got a lot of heart. The specific writing on it is very endearing to me. It was it was just a nice, fun little thing, and they sure. wiped their ass with my time. <laughs> they, they flossed their ass with my time. I made you a shirt with my tears. <laughs> uh, God damn it, dude. Well, again, it's sad that in the, we live the, in hell. the real, like, the light, they did that thing where I was like, the last episode better not be them going, and so when she got sick and died, kids, I got super sad. And then they did exactly that. Dude, in the worst possible circumstances, you and I watched that. Ted is the in my man. apartment in Boston with a TV on the floor and yeah. a couch. A huge white room, nothing on the walls, every sound echoing. Yeah. We watched that finale, and at the end, silence in the white room. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I believe we cleansed our palate with community, though, so... I think okay. so, but I remember us both being hurt. Yeah, well, Person again. Raise your hand if you were personally brutalized by how I met your mother. Honestly, I look at it and I go, it's what we've always said about it, to like put a bow on it. Ted Mosby is the everyman, and the person he finds is supposed to be the mirror of that, you know? And, I again, my argument is you can go ahead and do the realistic, painful thing, but... Most of what shines in the show is the fun and the whimsy. We were having sandwiches, kids, you know, uh, them going to robots versus wrestlers and, you know, Marshall running versus Marshall versus the machines and like fun little slaps giving yeah, slaps giving. You look at all that fun stuff and that's kind of where the show really tries to take you. So why not have a princess bride ending? Why not have that be your ending rather than the, oh, yeah, sometimes kids, sadness happens. So, and don't worry, I got you guys, and that's okay. So, like, and don't be wrong. Like, that's a fine ending, too. Like, I'm not trying to be like, no, the kids aren't fucking worth it. No, Marshall <laughs> needs his wifey or uh, Ted. And I just, like, I, I they could have had 
the, the this beautiful, wonderful ending, and they just kind of smack around their audience too much. I don't know. It it makes no sense. They returned to the Ted and Robin well about a million times throughout the show yeah. and really sold me on like, damn, this isn't, yeah, this isn't going to work. They'll never work in no universe. They never have worked. No. Huh. Okay. And then you let go like a little paper lantern and then they bring in Kristen Milioti to flesh out the mother. And yeah. let me tell you something. The most charismatic actress in the world makes you fall in love with an incredibly well-written, fun, quirky character. And then what do they do in the last episode? In the last 60 seconds? They fucking give her cancer. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Again, I just... I, I don't appreciate it as a viewer. You could have just... I felt I, lied to. Yeah. You don't need to... Like, it, it just didn't need to be the show that did that. And again, I read interviews on it, and they were like, well, we figured it out in season two, and we had to stick to it in the end because... If we didn't, then, uh, you know, we would have had to explain why the kids got so old. You know how you explain why the kids got so old? Gee, you Dad. cut to them as adults. You took so fucking long to tell your story. We're old now. Yeah, exactly. Ha, 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 ha. You buy that in a sitcom where people have doppelgangers. Yeah. Well, and again, you do that. You go, gee, Dad, you sure did take forever to finally finish that story. And then the rest of like the mom comes in and the friends come over and it, they're having a get together. It's someone's birthday. I don't fuck give yeah. a shit. And everyone goes, ha, ha, ha. And it ends, and it does that stupid music. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> and the credits roll, and everyone feels a little bit better about themselves. Because the real world has that painful shit, and we all know it. And it doesn't need to be mirrored in the stuff that's supposed to make us feel better. We also got a lot of painful shit <laughs> Already. in the show. Already. Because it was that adversity was helping our characters grow and change and learn things about themselves. God, it hurts. So we had the hard times. We had hard times, Daddy. Yeah. And we got through them. And yes. we, the payoff was supposed to be that everything turns out okay. Yep. They are. They're all sipping brandy and playing tiddlywinks over at Ted's super cool architecture yeah. house. And Barney goes, guys, when I think about the next 40 years of our lives, it's going to be legend wait for it and then he doesn't finish the dairy the show ends I mean, there's your cool. final fucking image you pay off a gimmick from the show you can do whatever cutesy stupid bullshit you want give us go overboard in giving us a happy ending Listen, i don't give a shit i'm gonna be honest and i think if you got that last line if you gave that that whole setup to the creators they'd be like oh fuck <laughs> Vinny, start just, recording. I just went six to midnight, man. Oh my god, really? But instead, it's Ted holding up the blue French horn like it's the to horn of fucking Gondor. Yeah. And again, dude, I just like it's it's for that one point. You can't spend seasons hammering home that they don't belong together, it's just so you can write yourself out the whole. I don't know. I thought it was clever that we killed the mom. Then then why even cast her? Why even fucking cast her? Why even do the whole last bit? I don't. I mean, they honeypotted us. Yeah, those tricky bastards. In so many ways. Boy, they when she plays us. that ukulele, my oh, I cried. Dude, when she Beautiful. plays Le'Veon Rose on the ukulele, so lovely. After letting go of the memory of that wonderful boyfriend yes. who died unexpectedly. Yes. She never thought she'd find love Her again. Love, yeah. And in that moment, she's letting go, and Ted's on the other side of the wall, and he hears her. That enchanting creature playing Le'Veon Rose on ukulele. How whimsical. Oh. I'm watching two of my best friends, one of whom is my ex, get married this weekend. How uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Ah, God damn it, dude. Yeah, it's so obnoxious uh, how much they've ruined it. They ruined it. They ruined it. I think we've officially said everything we can say. They're this the, is truly a postmortem. They, they are the... Uh, they are. They were the first people to do the Game of Thrones thing. Well, like Game of Thrones really fucked it up. I went and looked. I was like... 
they they did it in the same way that the How I Met Your Mother people did it. Just really fucked their audience over good. I'm trying to think of other examples of shows that really fucked their audience over for caring, you know? People felt fucked over by The Sopranos, but I've always been in the camp that that was a good ending. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was just fine. Because, again, it's one of those things where it's like, how do you really end the show um, when, in all honesty, like, Tony doesn't get whacked. Like, Tony shouldn't. Like, again, he's the boss. You don't whack the boss. Uh, you know, I got it. Like, I remember reading the, the really awesome article I read was the one being like, Tony didn't get killed. The audience got killed. Like, you, the viewer, in the end, when they talk about it and they, they talk about it through the show, it's like nobody ever realizes that they're going to take one to the back of the head. You know, like, you're just there and then all of a sudden the lights are out. And, like, that's how the show ends is you're sitting there as the viewer and you see the guy and he's sitting over at the counter and he's waiting and you're watching Tony and he's sitting there and all of a sudden your lights go out because it was you. You're not going to get watch anymore. You don't get to watch what happens from here on. It's an in- that's an interesting theory. I'm 100% in the camp that Tony got whacked. Oh, yeah? You think Tony gets yeah, whacked right totally. there at the end? I think Whack. it's just that everything about it is building up to it. And it just goes off like that. So I agree that it's Definitely like possible. when you get one in the back of the head, you lose consciousness. Like yeah. it just goes black immediately. So your idea is that we're just seeing it. And then the moment it goes black is the moment Tony goes black. Listen, because in, there's in, no reason to tell the story anymore because it's about Tony's in screenwriting. Once you have broken that cathart, you've broken into that catharsis. Sure. You, you end the story when it's at its natural end. Don't draw it out. Sure. The plot is literally over the second Tony's dead. Yeah. Game so I mean, over. Hey, that's Insert a fair interpretation. Yeah. That's not bad. And that's why that's a good ending, because we got mm-hmm. two completely different things out of it and still enjoy the series. Sure. Um, yeah. So, so I, again, polarizing, I but good. I don't put it in that camp. Right. I'm right. trying to think of other ones that like really the only other shows that really disappoint me, are the ones that like decide never to have like that don't have satisfying endings anymore. Like I get really more satisfied by The Simpsons and Family Guy and. You know, shows like that more and more that I look. I mean, I get it. They weren't really ever supposed to have a culmination. But it's kind of sad the way those shows one day just kind of get fucking canceled. And, like, you're just supposed to have what you have. Like, you don't really get any satisfying ending out of shows like that. Like, imagine if Breaking Bad hadn't got its final season. Like, imagine if it got canceled before that. How that would It almost did. It almost you know? got canceled for a while. And think about that. Think about what that would have done. How, how frustrating that would be not to know where it went. Like, I feel that way about the Venture Brothers if they don't get uh, that movie, which they are making, so thank God. Yeah, they're making it. But, um, like, I liked Lodge 49. That got two yeah. seasons, and it got canceled. Yeah. You it's know, too bad. wasn't the best thing in the world, but I really enjoyed it. But all of the same, like, when you see uh, shows really fuck it up, it's all the more disappointing when they actually get to do the beginning. Like, ah, you know what's a really bad one? You, I started watching it with you, an old friend of the pod, Dante. True Blood. Uh, True Blood does that. Yes. Because I started watching it from the beginning once, and I went, this is the dumbest shit ever, and I thought for an immediate second how it ends and went, fuck this, and never went back to watch it ever again. Here's the thing. Because it's terrible. True Blood was always a bad show. Yeah, but you enjoy it because it's bad. But I love the schlock and the hot vampire lady. I mean, Lizzie Kaplan was in the first season. Yeah. You know, sure. Everybody's taking their tops off. You got to you got to The trade off is there's a lot of full frontal dudity, but it's repaid in kind with like packs of werewolves that run around with their asses out and stuff. 
It's a funny show that's stupid. You don't have to think about it too much. It's schlocky. But it's my got God, the it exploitative gets, smutty stuff. For as bad as it is, it gets such it gets to such an insufferably bad level Dude, at a certain point. It's it gets really fucking bad. Because I remember like I don't know. I I started I joined you guys and you're like, Where well, I don't know, every day we're watching. And I was like, I just want something to do, just go hang out with the guys and, and you guys are like, Well, every night uh, I, I can't remember what it was. Every Sunday night. Every Sunday night. Me, Dante, and my dad yeah. watch True Blood. And I was like, fuck it, I'll join you. And so I joined on like season three or something with you guys and just started no, watching. not that early. I think you came in on the last season, didn't you? I didn't come in on the last season. I came in like at the end of all the witch crap, I think. Oh, shit, really? I think. Yeah. So you jumped in on like five and I think there were seven seasons? Yeah, maybe I jumped in on five then. Fuck. Yeah. And I was like, well, sure. Fuck it. And I, I thought like, you had to deal with less of that. A lot of boobies. There's a lot of, There's a lot of boobies in that show. There's um, a vampire lady who's naked, covered in blood. Yeah. Huge muff. Huge muff. So, yeah. True Blood's one another example of that. You know, kind of disappointed me. Also, if we're getting on the HBO is uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire. It's pretty disappointed how that ended. See, and that's the thing is Boardwalk Empire was a good show that had a disappointing ending. Yeah. But True Blood was always a bad show that had about mm. as bad an ending as a show like that deserved. Sure, but... You know what I mean? It didn't need really, its balls. It succeeded it, at doing what it was doing, it which was sucking. It had to try to be as bad as it was. And in that way, it succeeded. Well done, True Blood. All right, we take you off the list. <laughs> yeah, scratch it out. Uh, Boardwalk Empire, I'm totally with you. Yeah, just didn't really live up to what the rest of the show was. Just how it again, it, it kind of comes to that natural conclusion where again, spoily kind of is Nucky Thompson played by um what's his name? Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Yep. Uh kind of comes to that moment where it's like he's kind of starting to fall off the end as a mobster, you know, he starts to lose his power. And in that, you know, people around him die and that like I kind of like that aspect of it, but like the whole like flashback to him when he's younger to like explain his relationship to um uh, Darmody's mom and that whole thing, mm-hmm. which kind of is, it, I get it. It all, it all needs to be known because it precludes his death. Um, but it's also like, uh, I just didn't really like it. I just did. I, it just, it all kind of felt like a fizzle in how it all kind of went around. Yeah. That one did kind of just sputter out. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like it, it makes sense. And they kind of put the Italian mob in this interesting position. And uh, what's his name? Uh, with the scar in his face. Capone. Well, not Capone. Uh, the guy who, the other guy. Uh, oh, um, 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 Arthur Harrow. Oh well, he yeah, his death with, is with the with the little with tin mask on his face. Well, him, but I was also talking about the other mobster, uh, the, the, the Italian mobster, who ends up being on the top of everything. Ends up being the fucking. That wasn't Capone with no. the face scar. No, it wasn't Capone who was the top at the end of Boardwalk Empire. It's um. Damn it! This is gonna bug the crap Fuck out of me now. Fuck me, dude. Uh, it's the other guy who puts up with a lot of shit throughout a lot of it. Um, oh, um, talks like this. He's got. Uh, oh shit! He sells heroin through a lot of the show. Um, it's dude. I'm I'm. I don't think any of these are right, but I know Meyer Lansky's a character, but he's the Jewish. It's mom. not. It's it's Meyer's partner. It's Lansky's partner. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and it's not Him. Bugsy Siegel, but it's another... No. It's another actual mobster. It's another, like, really well-known... I just can't think of his name right now. Any hoozle. Fuck, no, this is going to bother the really shit out of me. I can look it up. I don't know. I, I don't have my phone on me. Oh I can't look God. it up. But yeah, Boardwalk Empire, uh, you know? You know what I mean, man? 
Oh, fuck. You just wiped <laughs> my hard drive so bad. Well, I mean, we've got, we're like at 50 something minutes now. I mean, we lost a lot of time because we had to shout at children. That's true. Well, um, we didn't shout. We no. made a salt circle and prayed for redemption. That's fine. It's also warm in here, anyways. We don't have to go super long. Well, well I, I, I have another question on this topic. Though. Oh, well, fine. Yeah. Have you seen Dexter? Look, I, I really fucking tried with Dexter. I did as well. I really fucking tried. I got, uh, I got like season three, I think, and went like into the middle of it. I was like, I don't care. I do not care at all. And stopped watching it. And everyone was like, oh, you got it because the like where they finally went after the new one, it's really good. And then I waited a second. Everyone scratched that. It's really bad. And I went, okay, forget it then. Because it had a notoriously bad finale yeah. in its original run. And then it came back to kind of like cash in, let's be honest, and yeah. like potentially redeem that awful ending. To redeem ending. itself is what they were trying to do. And then apparently they shit their pants yeah, a they second time. Yeah. And so I look at that and go, okay, fuck them. I'm glad to have not invested more than like seven episodes in that. I Don't be wrong. It was okay for a second, and then I went, nope, I just, I don't. It's also one of those things where I'm like, this whole thing's kind of fucking horrifying. And like, I don't know. I, it just kind of fucks with me a little bit. I don't really like it. I didn't like the premise from the beginning. And it's just like Showtime, all of their shit is so like jokey tongue-in-cheek like sure. weeds yeah weeds was not a good show i didn't watch weeds i invested I, a lot in the weeds and at a certain point i was like i gotta walk away from don't this. Me wrong. i've watched like again true blood level bad for bad sake shows like i watched power and like all those like offshoots and shit oh man they're billions bad. was is not a oh, great show but i it's love very entertaining i think billions is super entertaining i like billions um you know so i've watched a bunch of that crap uh, it's just sometimes it's just fucking uh, it's awful. I you know I haven't finished is the expanse. I never finished that. Everyone says never started it. Everyone says you got to finish that. It's a bit of a slog at times. It's got a really interwoven story though. I'll tell you that much. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I think I'm good on that one. Do it. Watch it. You gotta watch that show. That's watch it. You gotta watch that show. Should we spoil the new Thor for everybody? I I, I haven't I haven't seen the new Thor. Well. Guess what, Rory? I have. And it starts with him flying down to the storming of the Capitol. Yeah. And he paralyzes a proud boy and gets canceled. Yeah. Things go off from there. Things go off the rails from there. Christian yeah. Bale is, is in the film. In, is he really? He is. He sure is. It's the worst shit ever. Uh, that's the thing is like we kept saying this is the one I'm personally tapping on. It's yeah. Thor. I ain't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah. But we have to. And then I have fulfilled my obligation, and then my watch has ended. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because it's getting reviews that weren't very encouraging to me. Really? I dare say I was a little looking forward to it. I really enjoyed... You know who said that to me was Elizabeth. She was like, uh -huh. I really enjoyed... I tried to watch all the Marvel movies during the pandemic, but the only one I watched all of was Thor. <laughs> so, something to Thor being the most appealing. And apparently they just pushed it too far. It's too goofy. It's a little too tongue-in-cheek? Yeah. Well, we'll see. You never know. We will see. And As we review people. it on the next podcast. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. Squire, so everyone else go out and watch it so we can talk about spoilers and stuff. Do it or don't. I'm not your mom. You know. Where are we at time-wise? 57. Again, 
we yeah. we cut a bunch of time out, so we're really not fifty-seven. People are like that's wrong, as it's like minute forty-three. I didn't get an hour-long podcast. Oh, my poor com- guy. My commute. I had seven minutes left in my commute. Poor little thing. Whatever. We're like, I'm gonna go Boop, home and take boop. this out on my cat. Yeah, I'd do that. Honestly, they've been acting up lately. Anyways. At least one of the people that listens to the show is having sex with their cat. You know it. At least one. Yeah, we've got we've got a weird audience, and if they're not, they're thinking about it. Perverts. They're awful. They're thinking about it awful. now. I put it into your minds. You can't not think about it now. Sorry, that was an awful time for me to take a drink. <laughs> I think the the pause gave people pause. Mm. Mm. Sometimes silence says more than words. Do. Yeah, I think we should just leave the entirety of the long pause from earlier in. No, it's probably a bad idea. That would be awesome, actually, because it was a while. It was, it was, a, it was a while. It was substantial. Wait, that thing was recording that whole time? Uh, it was recording for a bit of it. Yeah. Okay. It was recording for a bit of it. Well, this presents a bit of an editing situation. A good one. Yeah, an easy one. Well, you'll see because it'll be very obvious. I think what part um we didn't speak during. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, oh uh, yeah, all I right. think that's uh, I think that about does I think it. That's all she wrote. Yeah, as we sit here and bullshit. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? I don't. No. Well, all right then. Wheels really fell off at the end. Stayed on the whole time. Really falling off. Yeah. Now. Well, whatever. Well, unless we had some other, uh, you could talk about a concert or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. Got some fun story about it. No. Fuck it. Dump yeah. it. We're done. All right. Yep. Dump it. So until next time, thank you. Go fuck yourselves, and goodbye.